From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker, VK4 Double B with the national news for week commencing August 28, 2022 in our 27th year of non-stop news. Certainly like to thank the girls from Alara for the presentation last week of the WIA national news. We actually did get a comment to say it was arguably the best Alara presentation to date. And that's saying something. In today's news, we'll hear from Peter Clee, VK8ZZ, the WIA secretary. We'll hear a rather remarkable transmission during special interest group news when Alec steps up to the microphone with... A little girl from the UK. In contest news, WIA contests with Felix, VK4FUQ, and this week Felix will be joined by Roger Harrison and also WIA's Dr Kevin, VK4UH. Of course, international news with Jason, VK2LAW, but right now, WIA Secretary Peter Klee, VK8ZuluZulu. The board of the WIA are seeking expressions of interest to hold the annual general meeting in 2023. The meeting needs to be held in late April or any time in May 2023. This event can be held in conjunction with or without a club convention, hamfest or other gathering. The WIA are able to offer financial assistance for such an event. Would any club who is interested in holding this event please email me at secretary at wia.org.au. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. Across Northern VK7, it can be heard on repeaters VK7s, RAA, RAC, RAL and RWC. At 9am local time on Sundays and Tuesdays at 8pm. I'm Peter, VK7PD. The Tassie Ham Radio Conference and Expo happens Saturday the 5th and Sunday the 6th of November 2022. The Radio and Electronics Association of Southern Tasmania or REAST would like to invite you to the newest and most exciting event on the amateur radio calendar. Held in Hobart at the University of Tasmania Sandy Bay campus, in a spacious and contemporary venue, the Sir Stanley Burberry Lecture Theatre, plenty of car parking and only a short 20-minute trip from the airport, flights into Hobart from all major capital cities and direct to Auckland, New Zealand, you can attend in person or online via Zoom. On the 5th of November 2022 is the HAM Conference. A full day of speakers from across VK and the world with presentations including youth engagement and amateur radio, remote stations, electrical and RF safety, low power EME, QRP, SOTA, POTA and worldwide flora and fauna, interference mitigation, digital amateur TV, microwave experimentation and much more. And these will be delivered in person and online. On Sunday the 6th of November is the huge Ham Expo with amateur radio vendors and traders including ICOM, All About DX and many more making their way to Hobart. There will be many pre-loved equipment tables, fox hunts on the day, raffles including transceivers and handhelds and information stands including Alara, 
Park, Sota, Raw and much more. Registrations for attendance, vendor and pre-love tables are now open and registration for the event is essential. For more information and registration links, please visit the website on the email edition of this broadcast. We look forward to seeing you all in Hobart, 73 from the Tassie Ham Expo Organising Committee. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Leading international news from Region 1, Algerian broadcaster causing interference to radio amateurs. DARC report the broadcast station Telediffusion de Algier has been causing interference to the 21 MHz primary amateur radio band at 21450 kHz with the lower sideband of its A3E signal in the 15-metre band. Bandwatch has already involved the German federal network agency Bnetza in order to effect a frequency change. Teletiffusion de Algier recently attracted negative attention with its broadcasts on 7200 kHz. There too, the transmitter radiates into an exclusive amateur radio band with the lower sideband. Physicists in Europe say they've found a key to creating smaller capacitors, allowing for some electronic devices to be greatly miniaturised. The IEEE Spectrum reports that scientists are saying these capacitors could even be as small as one hundredth the size of many of the ones presently in use. They're creating them with materials they call super lattices, and they're made from materials that mimic anti-ferroelectrics. Anti-ferroelectrics are important because they have positive and negative poles, electric dipoles, pointed in opposing directions, creating zero-electric polarisation. Exposed to an electric field having sufficient strength, anti-ferroelectrics can become highly polarised, which results in the large energy densities needed. Because there are few anti-ferroelectric materials that occur naturally, scientists have created and used artificial ones and report in the journal Science that their work with the super lattices shows promise for working on a much smaller scale. Their ability for energy storing is 100 times greater than conventional capacitors. Younger adults now watch almost seven times less scheduled TV within the UK than those aged 65 and over, Ofcom has found, as the generation gap in media habits reaches a record high. People aged 16 to 24 spend 53 minutes in front of broadcast TV in an average day, a fall of two-thirds in the last 10 years. In contrast, those aged 65 and over still spend around one-third of their waking day enjoying broadcast TV, sitting down for almost six hours daily. Djibouti Juliet 2 has a new club station located in a US Army military camp. Djibouti is a country in the Horn of Africa, bordered by Somalia to the south, Ethiopia to the southwest, and the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden to the east. It's near some of the world's busiest shipping lanes, controlling access to the Red Sea and the Indian Ocean. It serves as a key refuelling and transshipment centre, 
and the principal maritime port for imports from and exports to neighbouring Ethiopia. A burgeoning commercial hub, the nation is the site of various foreign military bases and now you can work one. Juliet 28 Romeo Charlie is a new club station located in a US Army military camp. In news from Region 2, Brazilian radio show features amateur radio. Labre was invited to talk about amateur radio and DXing in one of the programs of the series 100 Years in 100 Programs, which celebrates the 100 years of radio in Brazil. Brazil's National Amateur Radio Society Labre says the production is from Radio MEC based in Rio de Janeiro the first broadcasting station to officially operate in Brazilian territory. The program had the testimony of Labre's communication advisory and also colleague Ricardo Benedito, Papa Yankee 2, Quebec Bravo, who also gave his contribution within the theme amateur radio and DXing. Ham radio operators honoured in Tennessee. County leaders, Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally and State Representative John Reagan, both Oak Ridge Republicans, attended the Anderson County Commission meeting recently to present Senate Joint Resolution Number 1646, honouring amateur radio operators and their service across the state. Anderson County leaders joined the legislators in recognising the service of a number of local residents who are licensed amateur radio operators and members of the Amateur Radio Emergency Service, ARIS, according to a county government news release. The state's resolution recognises the 19,835 licensed amateur radio operators who embody the historic spirit of the volunteer state and provided valuable services to their fellow citizens and local first responders during emergencies and natural disasters. For VK1 WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia. Through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, Contest Wise 2022. Alara Contest this weekend, August 27 and 28. Alara.org.au. WIA NZIAT Oceania Contest. Phone first full weekend in October. 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. CW. Second full weekend in October. 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. Log deadline for all logs 31 October. WIA VHF UHF field days. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, manager for the VHF UHF field days. For all contestants who submitted logs for the past three field days, that is, the spring 2021, summer and winter 2022 events, we have good news. Firstly, all the log files sent to the field day log uploader on the WIA website have been retrieved successfully. Secondly, while you've all been waiting patiently for the preparation and publication of results, a small team of problem solvers has doggedly worked at finding a log-checking application suited to our purpose 
to satisfy your not unreasonable desire to know how you went and how others went too. Well, a log checking application suited to our purposes has been found and panel beaten into shape so as to do the job required. Accordingly, work has proceeded to prepare a table of claimed scores for the 2021 spring event from the logs submitted. You will find this posted on the VHF UHF Field Days website. Similarly, claimed scores for the 2022 summer and winter events will be posted to the website also. There you go. This has been Roger Harrison VK 2ZRH for VK1 WIA News. WIA New Record Claims. Here's Kevin VK4 UH. And I'm the new manager for the WIA VHF UHF Records program. I have great pleasure this morning announcing two new Australian distance records that have been approved by the board. Firstly, a new 1296 MEGS 23cm national digital distance record acknowledging the contact between VK3 Zulu Alpha Zulu and VK6 Charlie Papa Uniform Portable on the 18th of February this year. At a distance of 2,168 kilometres, this contact extended the existing 23 centimetre digital record by 75 kilometres. Secondly, a new 3.4 gig 9 centimetre national digital distance record, acknowledging the contact between VK4 Alpha Fox Lima and VK4 Uniform Hotel Portable on the 27th of May this year. At a distance of 524 kilometres, this contact extended the existing 9 centimetres digital record by 21 kilometres. The WI itself has maintained an historical archive of distance records achieved on all bands above 50 megs, dating back to 1947. The archive also recognises distance-breaking records on VHF bands that have since been withdrawn from the amateur service in Australia. Until his recent passing, the VHF UHF records have been managed and maintained by John Martin, VK3 Kilo Mike, as one of his many roles as chairman of the Technical Advisory Committee. After review, the board has created a new independent position for a manager to take on this role moving forwards. In the light of recent advances, particularly with digital operating modes on the VHF and microwave bands, the board has also requested a review of all record categories for the future. Now, there is a new email address now for any new distance record claims, details of which can be found in the text edition of this news item and on the record section of the WIA website itself. Now, all outstanding record claims that I'm aware of have now been processed, but I do ask if there are any other claims outstanding then please contact me on the same records uh, claims address above and I'll uh, look into that. DX Window Z81D from Juba in South Sudan until the 11th of September. Activity is holiday style. QSL Z81D via OM3JW. Listen for Rafale. The A5XV hopes to be on the air from Panama. As the A5XV stroke HP1 until September the 12th. Listen for him on SSB. Send QSLs to his home call, the A5XV. Be listening for Giuseppe, IK5WWA, operating as IM0M, from La Madalena between September the 1st and 13th on various HF bands plus 6 metres. He will also participate in the IIA Italian Island Award. Send QSLs to Sam Call IK5WWA via the Bureau or Direct.
In the world, DX be listening for Fred, DL5YM and his XYL Tina. DL5YL, operating as HB0-DL5YM and HB0-DL5YL, respectively, from Liechtenstein between September the 7th and 27th. They will hike during the daytime and later operate on 160 to 6 metres, using mostly CW, with some SSB and RITI. You may also hear them in the CQ WWDX RITI contest on September the 24th and 25th. QSL via the home call signs, direct, via the DARC Bureau or Club Log. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ Inningham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Borkhamhills, Hills, it can be heard on 147 MHz on the Dural Repeater at 10am. I'm Michelle, VK2AYL. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Bruce, VK3FFF. And a very good day to you. Worldwide special interest group news and summits on the air. Worldwide flora fauna program, parks on the air and other adventure groups. British Inland Waterways on the Air is taking place this weekend. It is open to all amateurs who are boaters, cyclists, walkers and other users of the canals, rivers, towpaths and riverbanks for work or recreation in the UK. Even lakes and reservoirs that are used for recreation classify as an inland waterway, so there are many places for activating. The primary HF band will be 40 metres, so wherever in the world you are, listen up. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ATV. See who you work. 9Y60TT is on many modes, but their SSTV is one to look out for. Trinidad and Tobago, 9Y60, celebrates the 60th independence anniversary, the Diamond Jubilee, on Wednesday next, the 31st. The Amateur Radio Special Events Station 9Y60TT is operating until September 2nd. QSL is via Logbook of the World. The special event represents a unique opportunity for hams to work a new prefix. Work 1 or five-plus unique QSOs with the special event call sign for a commemorative certificate. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Faith. Churches and Chapels on the Air takes place on Saturday, September 10th, between 10am and 4pm GMT. Stations will be operating mainly on the 20, 40 and 80 metre bands, usually using SSB. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. The crossband voice repeater and the APRS node aboard the International Space Station can now be used simultaneously. The FM repeater uplink is on 
0.990 megahertz. A 67 hertz PL tone is needed to activate the downlink transmitter on 3.800 megahertz. APRS and packet mode uses 145.825 megahertz for uplink and downlink. The Columbus module radio uses the call sign NA1SS. And the new service module radio uses the call sign RS0ISS. The two radios are identical, and the packet operation is the same as before. You can use RS0ISS, ARIS, or APR SAT as data paths. Both radios are expected to be on at all times except during school contacts, spacewalks and docking manoeuvres. Frank Bauer, KA3HDO, ARIS chairman, welcomes the simultaneous operation of APRS and the voice repeater on the ISS as a key element of the ARIS 2.0 initiative. It offers 24-7 interactive opportunities for young people and learners to get involved and train. The operational state of the ISS ham radio station can be found on the ARIS website. That's ARIS.org. FalconSat 3 continues to operate, but due to poor battery condition, the transmitter needs to be reactivated by command stations periodically. The satellite is expected to re-enter in six to nine months, so now is the time to use it. Artemis 1, the first uncrewed launch of NASA's space launch system and Orion capsule on a mission around the moon, will carry a number of CubeSats and other payloads to the moon, including Oma Tenashi, which will transmit in the 70-centimetre amateur radio band. The launch is currently scheduled for August 29th, and NASA is also encouraging the general public to track the S-band telemetry from Artemis 1. John, VK5DJ, has been contacted by Wataru Tori of the JAXA Ham Radio Club regarding this Omo Tanashi project, which plans to launch a moon orbiter and lander late August for arrival at the moon in early September. This is John, VK5DJ, with some news on the Japanese moon orbiter and lander. Matura Tori works at the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency. The landing device is very small, and the entire system, orbiter and lander, is only 6U CubeSat dimensions. The issue they face is that earlier launches were planned such that their agency would be able to hear the devices when the lander was due to reach the moon's surface. Unfortunately, the launch date has been put off several times and is now due for 29.8.22. It may land on the moon on the 4th of September at 2.45 to 3.30 UTC, at which time it will not be visible from Japan. So they're hoping to enlist the support of Australian and New Zealand amateurs to record and monitor the orbiter and lander. As the landing may be quite hard, they're especially interested in loss of signal and any recordings prior to this, preferably from SDRs for the frequency range 437.31, that's the orbiter, and 437.41, the lander. They're using PSK31. 
All the details are available on their website, which I won't read out now. Instead, I suggest you look at the club website. That's the Southeast Radio Group Club's website. Timings and our window is all dependent on the launch being on the 29th of August. Reasonably good satellite systems should be able to hear the 1 watt signals. If you're interested in helping, send me an email, john at vk5dj.com, and I'll send you the contact address for Atari. In the meantime, the Surge website, that's uh, surge.org.au, S-E-R-G.org.au, uh, and in the posts, and you'll see some more information there and also the, uh, the address of their webpage. Uh, that's all. Thank you. From John 5DJ. Worldwide special interest groups, Radio Scouting. It's only just over 50 days to go to this year's Jota Jyoti. And at this time, we have only been fed Jota info from VK7, where there are at least five stations being organised. Thanks to members of Northwest Tasmania Amateur Radio Club, the station at Peyton Park has been upgraded, ready for activation. They are also waiting to hear if Sprayton Group has a building to operate from this year, which will mean an extra couple of operators. Bernie will be having a station operating probably 10 to sometime on the Saturday. The Storm Hut at the Lee has been booked and Noel VK7FLCN and Danny VK7HDM are planning to activate the site. The Reist station at the Domain is planned to be open. The Radio Patrol comprising licensed scouts from Hewenville are considering operating probably portable in their district. There is another possibility that they may operate portable in Hobart City as a part of a district cub event. Worldwide special interest groups, Yota. Youth makes an amateur radio contact with the International Space Station. Isabella, an eight-year-old from the UK, used her father's amateur radio equipment to chat to an astronaut aboard the ISS, and Alec VK2 APC has the story for us. November Alpha 1, Sierra Sierra. Mike Zero, Lima Mike Kilo. My name is Isabella. I'm eight years old. You're five or nine. Thank you. A youth makes an amateur radio contact with the International Space Station. Isabella, an eight-year-old from Broadstairs, Kent in the UK, used her father's amateur radio equipment to chat to an astronaut aboard the ISS. Isabella spoke to American astronaut KJL Lindgren for about 45 seconds as the ISS passed overhead. Dr. Lindgren said the conversation may be my favorite so far. Isabella said it was amazing... It was- very amazing to talk to an astronaut and I was amazed. It was like deja vu had come to me and granted me my wish. Her father, Matthew, who has held an amateur radio license for more than 15 years, found out the ISS was passing overhead from fellow ham radio enthusiasts. He said... You have to get the right time when the space station is passing overhead, and it has to be the right time of day when the astronaut is using the equipment. Isabella's parents said their daughter has long held an interest in space and ham radio, and they are encouraging her to apply for an amateur radio license. For VK1 WIA National News, 
I am Alec, VK2APC in Sydney. Now back to you, Bruce. I'm Bruce, VK3FFF from sunny Bendigo. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In southwest Western Australia, it can be heard on 160 metres on 1845 kHz at 0600 local time during summer and 0700 local time during winter. I'm Phil, VK6 Golf X-Ray in Kijikana. 2022 social scene. VK5, it's the A-Reg car boot sale. Happens September 3 at David Roche Park at Kilburn. VK4, Sunfest. September 18, 10am, Mountain Creek State School. Perth Tech happens October 21 through to 23. In VK7, November 5 through to 6, Tassie Ham Radio Conference and Expo, Australia's big one. The Gold Coast's big one happens November 13. It's the Gold Coast Ham Fest, Country Paradise Parklands. Rosebud Radio Fest happens November 20 at 9.30am. And next year, Alara Meet 2023, November 4 to 5. So now till next we meet, I am Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.